Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound, number 58. I'm your host, Dieter. With me, as always, is... Mike. Yes, we are friends who enjoy things, lots of things, but especially comic books. We enjoy them to the level of reading them every week. And then we decided we loved them even more, so we'll talk about them all the time. Whether or not anybody's listening. Whether or not anybody's listening. (laughs) Even like in private or on like a podcast. But yeah, we decided to podcast it for you, the people, or Mitch. (laughs) Speaking of Mitch, he told me uh, my wife was right. That uh, You're a piece of shit. Yeah, he said, listen to your wife and stop insulting me, your only listener. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why we were insulting him. But then I told him I would... But I went back to him and said, we're trying to alienate anybody who could possibly be listening to create the ultimate paradox. Can we be the ultimate, ex- the ultimately exclusive podcast if we have zero listeners? But then is it like dividing by zero? Like that would be infinitely? So we're going to be, is, is it, we have zero listeners, so we are not exclusive because you have to have listeners? Or are we the, the uh, infinitely exclusive podcast because we're dividing by zero? I guess it's your definition of exclusivity. What is the definition? Your definition, I don't know. Oh, my definition. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is, but anyway, hello, Mitch. He apparently just listened to uh, the podcast today because he mentioned mentioned it to me today. Oh, what the fuck are we doing this tonight? You're always pushing me like, hey, let's get this done. People <laughs> demand that shit. This guy's fucking listening to a podcast about already week-old comics a week later. So he's I mean, like, geez. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we should be doing it right as soon as they come out. People are bored already. Like li- we should do a live podcast, like just us reading it in silence, and then be like, "Uh huh." <laughs> what the hell just happened there? I'm uh, not there yet, Dieter. Stop spoiling it for me. But Mike, I can't concentrate. Will you shut up? And like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. So, getting right into it, Justice League number fifty-six. Uh, Joshua Williamson's are doing all the writing. Robinson or Robson, not even a Robinson, just Robson Roca doing the art. Danielle Henriquez is doing the inks. Uh, Romeo Fajardo Jr. doing the colors. OMG. You know what? Didn't even have to look down, but I could tell you that's friend of the show, Tom, Tom Napolitano, just because it's got this super dope title lettering. Did you know the, he... The do metal one? Yeah, he uh-huh. he's like really the only person that kind of does that, or am I tripping? I think he's the one that does that the most. He definitely, I think he does it for like every issue he does or something. Yeah. Because there's another one. I didn't even notice this one. I forgot about this one. There's another one that we read this week that he did the same thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like every time I see like where I'm like, oh yeah, it's the title of the book, like all crazy. I always look down. It's always friend of the show, Tom Napolitano. There you go. See? So this is kind of, is this, this isn't wrapping nothing up, does it? Doesn't wrap shit up. Okay. Continuing. Okay. So this is just kind of the middle, but the story has been going like this team of vagabonds or whatever the team that they because they this is all tying into the whatever is it called death metal right yes so perpetua and all that shit but the justice league broke up into a bunch of teams everybody took a bunch of different missions and this is the quote unquote justice league mission even though there's not really a justice league or the teen times as lex uh, makes fun of them for later this is true and uh that's They've, basically what it is. It's all the Teen Titans and then all Just League Dark too, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Kendra, hot girl. She wasn't in any of those. 
I guess Martian Manhunter being the Justice League. He was like the leader of the Justice League, right? Yeah, but Hawkgirl was in all of the, the uh, Snyder's run of Justice League. You remember all yeah. that with the nth metal stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. like her and Martian Manhunter, I guess, would be the the tie that binds to the mm-hmm. title, right? So yep. anyway, I'm not too familiar with the other three parts of this. I remember the like, they were on a boat in the last one getting somewhere. The last one it was when they were in the field of, of Starros. And okay. it was it was basically them just fighting their own demons. And Lex Luthor giving them shit like who who the hell goes through a field of Starros, you idiots? Yeah, so you're lucky you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're just basically trying to get the Legion of Doom out of the Perpetua's what is that, the anti monitor tower thing? What the yeah. fuck is that mm-hmm. tower? From the crises. Yeah. But why and, are they trying uh, to release them? Like, they just need them? I don't well, know. Lex said that he... When yeah, they first he came across, when they, Yeah, but when he first came across Lex, he had a plan with them that required them. And so, and then you also get Detective Chimp, who's, like, battling a demon within to help, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get this battle of, like, Martian Manhunter and Mindhunter against Kendra. And all three of those things, like you said, well, no, you kind of get the resolution where they get, they do free the Legion of Doom. And Martian Manhunter does get, like, separated from whatever the fuck he was attached to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, and the Justice League, and Detective Chimp overcomes his problem. Because he helps everybody on the invisible horse. Oh, there you go. So the only thing, but then the new problem arises, right, is the fucking Legion of Doom's like, oh, we're, you freed us and saved us. So, so do you think the next issue just starts with them being like Lex being like, no, you idiots. They're here to help. And it's like, all right. And then like they don't fight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's going to happen. I, 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 think, I think the next story is just them, help, them all helping out. Because this is a pretty stupid cliffhanger in my opinion. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> you stayed and now we're going to kill you. I was like, wait, seriously? Yeah, I guess the Legion of Doom—they're bad guys. That's what they do. Cheetah's on her catnip again, and so she's—that's uh, <laughs> all—that's the only reason why she's attacking him. She needs her hands now, so she's able like to dip into her stash. So, yeah, she does yeah. look all fucking crazy, right? But speaking of what they look—the art—I was looking at Detective Chimp at the beginning. <clears throat> and Robson Roca drew a uh, Planet of the Apes book. I think I'd have to read it just for just for the art. <laughs> Just for the monkey heart? Just for the monkey heart. <laughs> Look at that second page, or that first page. It's freaking amazing. Look at that sad monkey. I want him as a as a pet, as a pal. Do you want to make him feel better? I want to make him feel better. Oh, poor Detective Chimp. You're not happy. Yeah, because like, that's a terrible horse mouth. What? <laughs> it's a horse pet? I don't know. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm too uh, fixated on the chimp. Well, I mean, is that a horse mouth, or is that like... Where? Talking about on Comet? The Invisible Comet? The one that he's... The sad monkey's petting. What? It's in all three frames. There's a oh. sad. See, that's how yeah, bad the horse the, is. Underneath of the horse, yeah. It's made of metal. That's why it looks weird. Uh, that's your excuse for everything. <laughs> that's my excuse. So Robson has no clue to draw horses, but he can draw facial expressions on uh, chimpanzees extremely well. Hmm. Well, speaking of chimpanzees, Batman. Is that really it? No. <laughs> okay. What? What else you got? I don't know. Fucking. I got star- it's, we, we, we talked about it. Things got resolved. It's 
probably going to fucking start one way. It's like, uh, what else you want to talk about? Justice League? No. All right. Haven't been for a while. (laughs) I don't know. It's just more tie-ins to get nowhere, right? Yeah, that's basically it. So, and like you said, everything right now is just kind of spiraling towards this next gen thing which is only just, lasting two months and then they're doing whatever like and then it's they, yeah so yeah. but speaking of status quo batman 102 uh written by that guy james tinian the fourth right yep he's been writing him quite a bit lately and uh carlo paglian on the pencils danny miki on the inks Carlos Diana, he's doing smart. Fuck, on page thirteen and sixteen for some <laughs> reason, and uh, doesn't even let you. Where's the letter? Is that on this one? Uh, Clayton Cowles. Oh, there he is. Another good letterer. Yep. Hey, you doing there, gay? Hey, Clayton, how you doing? So, Not a friend of the show, though. Yeah. Speaking of status quo, so I had to go back <laughs> read one hundred and one since I didn't. Obviously, I didn't read one hundred and one. If you listened to last week's episode. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, let's know, Mitch. Do you not know? Yeah. Was it obvious? So that was actually really interesting. And I'm surprised when we were talking about it, you didn't mention any of that stuff. About how Lucius Fox was talking about how he can't spend his money anymore. And uh, he can't be like super rich God Batman anymore because he can't just use like any machine that he wants to and just spend money hella crazy. And he has to like reinvent Batman mm-hmm. if he wants to move forward. I forgot about that. I read these these so, as soon as they come out, and then by the time yeah, the podcast comes, it seemed extra important. And then he also has like so Lucius Fox basically. But, can, sorry, did we not mention it? Because we mentioned the fact that he he's got millions instead of billions now. I don't even think he has the millions anymore, right? Well, they made the, they made a point of that. In in that was it this issue or was it something else where he talked about the millions? Uh, but I don't know. Said, oh, spend your money on uh, spend your money on something else. Help people out. And then Grifter. He's like supposedly the bodyguard for Lucius Fox, but then Batman knows he's actually something more. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but that doesn't really go anywhere else. But that, and then, oh, and then, and then he breaks up with Selena, right? They put that to bed, literally. <laughs> well, no, because they don't have the bed. They're like, yeah, we'll just fuck in the empty house. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And it has so hot. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was actually a pretty good episode. And I was like, uh, Interested in that thinking, like, oh, that'd be super cool if they, like, stripped Batman back down to, like, just a detective, right? Yeah. Just like they're talking about where it's just, like, Gordon flips on the signal and he shows up and he's like, what is it? He's like, here's a case. He's like, all right. And he goes and does that and it's, like, just a normal fucking story again. I was like, that is pretty cool. They're talking about, like, I don't know how serious it, and then it made me think, like, when you were talking about they're coming, returning with a different status quo. Mm Mm-hmm. If that's what this Batman turns into, yeah, it's basically it's supposed to be turning. Like I don't know why they even mentioned that millions. They didn't take him down to nothing, but he's supposed to be much poorer than before. He's not going to be in the uh, Wayne Manor and all that. No Alfred. And no like, Alfred. Yeah. Well, you, you know, got or, you know Oracle's back, but that's what I was going to say. In, in this issue, though, moving into this one, uh, one hundred two actually, they you get introduced back into the Oracle, but it doesn't even seem like she's going to be there for long, right? Uh, again, I'm not sure they know what they're doing, or they want us to know what they're doing. Because she talks about, oh, I'll try. am I? She says it at this, I think specifically. Am I better as Batman? Am I better as Batgirl, or am I better as Oracle? I'm, like literally questioning it to the audience. 
Do you know what a goatsy is? A what? Spell it. Goatsy, like G-O-A-T-S-E-E. Goatsy. Is this like some sort of joke? What is a goatsy? Goatsy is whatever wants to see. I don't know. Goats. No, you never seen that no. disturbing picture on the internet? No. Oh, well, it's on the fucking, what is it, third page here, I think? Batman. Oh. Where he's like choking out that fucking clown. I was going to ask you what the deal with this was. This is very freaking weird. Yeah, that's like, there's a... So there's a picture on the internet called Goatsy where there's like a guy like that, like spreading his asshole, like <laughs> with his hands. It's like, oh, it's disturbing as shit, but. Okay, well, I won't look it up then. <laughs> no, don't look that up. But it reminded me of that. I was like, this funny. is a strange photo. But, cause I was, I was, I was going to ask you about this whole thing here. So what, what's happened here? He swung upside down to grab him and he like leapt off the uh, building or the he's, he's got the grappling hook. It looks like it's attached to him still, but loose. And it's he's, like he's gonna he's, flip him over. I mean, no, I think so he's weird. taking him up off the ground, right? Like in uh, Arkham, Arkham City. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. But it's very weird. It is. It's just weird because the guy's hand is like up as yeah. well, and he's also like choking him out. <laughs> so know. strange. And you have to stare at his asshole, <laughs> his gaping asshole. But all right. So not only. Are we introduced back to Oracle, but you get this ghost character coming, right? And in that first page, like, his head looks normal, right? Mm -hmm. His helmet, and it's like, oh, later on, it gets such a weird fucking shape. It reminds me of, like, that General Grievous guy later on. Oh. (laughs) uh, And the swords and everything. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is very weird. Why is it? That is strange. Like yeah, like at the end, it's super weird looking. That's the same artist on this one. It's not like because the the change in artist was for the uh, Harley Quinn uh, pages. Oh yeah, you can totally see that too. That's a completely different. Yeah, Yeah, Harley Quinn trying to move into an apartment in Gotham. But I like this whole thing. It's kind of interesting because it it's I mean nothing happens in this issue except she gets her own building. But it's showing that they're going to continue Harley through with Batman. Yeah, that's what I was that's what I was worrying about too. (laughs) You don't you don't want that. I don't care, I guess. It's just, okay. it seems like a cash grab. Like, everybody loves Harley Quinn. Let's put her in Batman. Yeah, I'll give you that. But at least it's it's other characters, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be Harley. But the fact that he's continuing with the last story, here's the characters that are moving forward and they're going to be all part of it. It's not just Batman crying. Batman, you know, Batman, bat, cat, cat, bat. And being overly uh, dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. If you say so. Okay, there's so, a group of characters here. Like, we got Clown Hunter 2. Yeah. I love his whole conversation he has with uh, with the, the Ghost Hunter. Or Ghost, what is his name? Ghost Maker? What the his name? The Ghost. Ghost Ma- Maker. Yeah. About how he's... You got, you got this kid running around murdering people. Batman is so against murder, but he lets him go. And Ghost Maker's like, what the fuck are you doing? You complain about me jumping ahead. Jesus Christ. No, go ahead. Well, fine. At, well it's like the fucking end of the book. <laughs> no, you, you, you're the one uh, talking about You just want to talk about the book. I know, but like we already, like we were trying to say, okay, so you got Oracle, right. you got the Ghost Hunter. And I was going to say that they get caught up in a, they get duped where they think they're going after that Clown Hunter kid. And when they get there, everybody's already murdered. Mm-hmm. And that's when he gets this. So I guess like this is the Ghost Maker that fucking killed all these clowns, right? Yeah. Okay, because there's swords and everything. Like, uh, how, what, is this, <laughs> what is this guy's sword budget? It's like, <laughs> you're right. I've noticed it before. There's swords everywhere. It's not just like knives that the that the uh, bar happens to have. Yeah, yeah. 
And then he gets the little, the graffito tagging calling card on the wall that makes him, and this is when he's like, fuck you, Oracle, no more. I'll explain when this is over. Right? Yep. Fuck you, fuck you, Oracle. <laughs> he's back to being a dick. And she's like, don't cut me out. I can help you through whatever this is. I'm sorry, Oracle, but this is personal. You're right. He's already being a dick, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, and then he, fl- he flashes back to training, right? This is like the. This is always like. This just brings Ghost Maker like back from the past, where he's like, "Oh, he was always around. This yeah. isn't a new fucking bad guy. This guy has been around since uh, Bruce was a teenager, trying to train, and they were training at the same time. They both wanted the same people to train them, and they kept running into each other. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's my trainer, you piece of shit.'" Why like, didn't you, you mean like when he was a kid? You mean you mean he's like hush? They knew when we were kids. Uh, no, 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 teenagers. It's completely different. Yes, yeah, completely different. This is when he was training to be Batman. <laughs> Duh. So, yeah, that's where you get introduced to them, right? So yeah, and it even points out like just in case you're confused about their age, that guy's like, I fucking, I, shit hate teenagers. I don't say ass hate, but. It's only three letters. I ass munch hate teenagers. <laughs> and then Name you get that curse. And Name then you get Harley Quinn behind her own fucking apartment. Sorry, jumped ahead, confused all the listeners. And then that's because of this, her moving into Gotham. That's when you get Clown Hunter, mm-hmm. right? Because he's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna fuck this bitch up. Because she's a clown too, right? Even though she's not, he should know. Like she's not a bad clown anymore. Yeah, and then find that kind of weird. On top of that, she's not wearing a clown mask. Mm-hmm. Like every like that was his problem. It was like people were putting on the mask and then not being, like they could take it off and not be held accountable, right? Yep. Wasn't that his whole fucking problem? But this bitch never wears a mask or never takes it off. So it's like. What's his problem with her? That was a question to you. Yeah, I don't know what his problem is because I was confused by that too. And, I, and I, I'm just realizing, does this make any sense at all? What are we missing? Because the uh, ghost maker killed all those clowns. But now he's pissed off at Clown Hunter and wants to kill him for killing the clowns. Right? Or did Clown Hunter kill all those clowns in that bar and he just came by and stuck a bunch of swords in them? He just killed... He killed everybody. That was just a dupe on Bruce because that's why he put his face there like on the wall, right? His calling card? Because he yeah. knew... That's just a... This is a complete... Now he's like... Because of the Clown Hunter guy. Like now... Because yeah, he's like... You're a criminal anyway. So but, I'm going to fuck you up. So is he. He's killing all these criminals. He's doing... Clown Hunter's doing the exact same thing that uh, Ghost Hunter's doing. Ghostmaker's doing. That's why Batman works, and this guy doesn't. Okay. He doesn't make any sense in his own story. He he doesn't realize how it how he makes no sense that he's trying to kill a clown hunter. Because a clown hunter is a criminal. He deserves but, to die. But so he so was he gonna kill himself? No, he's the judge, jury, and executioner. Right? Oh, okay. I get it now. He's building towards a better Gotham. General Grievous head style. Why does his head get so fucking weird? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> He's like, Ghostmaker, Batman, we had an agreement. This is my city. Then do your damn job. Yep. That's it. 
And so, yeah, they're fucking winner takes Gotham. It's always for the fate of Gotham. Third fucking story in a row. It's dealing with the fucking hell. What's what's going on with Gotham? (laughs) Fucking Bane takes over Gotham. Fucking Joker. He's taking over Gotham. Fucking Ghost Hunter coming to take over Gotham. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, I think that's what needs to go away from Batman stories. Just take him out of Gotham? Bring him to Metropolis? Stop. Happy no, all the time? not even that. Just like, fucking stop telling stories about Gotham. Stop yeah. treating Gotham so much like a fucking character that it has to be in every story. Like, Superman doesn't always have to save Metropolis. He gets to do other shit. I don't know. It's like, why does this, why does the city have to be such a large character? Does that make it interesting? I mean, for a single story, but not three stories in a row. Or it, like it, like it's a fucking like a a character notice. Like they have like the bullet points for writing Batman stories. And it's like make sure Gotham is mentioned in every issue. And it's like a major fucking char- like treat Gotham as a major character. Top five characters in Batman are mm-hmm. Batman, Robin, Gotham. <laughs> dead Alfred and his mom like it's like what the fuck yeah that's hilarious so I don't know it's so- it's something though no I'm we'll see where it goes said, I mean it, it, it could go down a bad path very quickly I agree if it return like if it like the last issue where it was talking about returning to status quo mm-hmm. if it does that and this is what this story is leading to that's kind of fun but if it just goes the way of like no that was just meta talk just to be funny just to get a kick or whatever and like to point out like, hey, we know what you like, but we're mm-hmm. not going to give it to you. Then it's like, well, fuck off then. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Speaking of fucking off. Deceased. Dead planet. Number five. Written by Tom, the comic man, Taylor. <laughs> Pencil spy. Trevor. Every time. Hair sign. Uh, inks by Gigi Basalsasani. Baltasini. Colors by Rain Birdo. Letters by Sadia Temofonte. Sure. Sounds like it. Sadia Temofonte. Temofonte. Telefontes. So, the last issue. Do you remember what happened in that one? No, I don't. What? I don't remember either. I did remember though. It was weird because I was like, well, now I have to read number five, right? Because I don't remember anything. Oh, that's right. And Dark Side showed up. That's right. And then, and then I was like, no way. I did read it. You're right. Which I'm is flipping weird. right now. Yeah. And Dark Side doesn't do anything in this issue. No. So it's like a double teaser. Because yeah, the last one was all uh, Mr. Miracle going yeah, to uh, yeah. Apocalypse again. Yeah. Metron's there and all that. So just like the Dark Knight's metal stuff has different teams and different stories going over. This is the same thing, basically, but all yep. in one book. So this issue, you get back to the uh, Constantine. He's got a plan, right? And it's like, speaking of character beats and like what you have to include when you write a certain character. Like, Constantine just, like, I don't know. That's the whole magic thing. Like, I'm not a fan of magic, but it's like Constantine's thing is always like, I'm going to trick people into doing shitty things. Yep. And it's like, that's all he ever does. 
It's just, I don't know. It's like, is that what makes him fun, I guess? Is that why he's such a hard character to write? Because you always have to have him, like, fucking people over? He's got Yeah, he's got to be an asshole with a... He's the asshole with the uh, golden heart. Like he has really good intentions, but he has to be a douche to do it? Basically, yes. Like, in this one, just to get his way, he has to kill a god. Or cripple, injure a god, basically. Yep. And then technically kill somebody but because they were already dead Uh it doesn't count well it does count because he said he just wasn't going to kill anybody that was still or that was alive yeah he he was very clear about it they just didn't realize he was uh he was uh what was it it was a euphemism or or being literal i guess yeah so without ruining that's like basically all that happens is constantine gets a team together of batman uh who else? Swamp Thing. That so why does Swamp Thing turn red? Is it an end of power about all dead people? That's where the dead man is and he's part of the rot now? Not not the green? I don't know those details. Maybe because it's fall and the season, the <laughs> leaves are changing. His color changes and like you said, parts of his body starts falling off. Yeah, why does he turn red? Yeah, like I said, the only thing I could think of was they're talking about Dead Man, how they could how they could see him and life and death is different here. And I know there's the uh, whole I read a bunch of you know, the whole uh, Alan Moore portion of Swamp Thing. But they didn't get to the rot you know, they talk about the, the green all the time. And then shortly after that they talk about the rot. So I was wondering if that's what that was. But it sounds like you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So they go and they get they have to get the spear of what? The spear of destiny? And so to get that, Constantine knows. Well, who's the chick that's protecting it? Yeah, I'm uh, Ramakushna. Yeah, he's like, I oh, know you're not going to give it to me. That's why I gotta stab you in the I, stomach. I gotta <laughs> kill you. Yeah. No, because he says that she's just going to be oh. like injured for hundreds of years or something, right? So we're talking about killing Dead Man because he goes into the yeah, cloak, and yeah. then Dead Man's the one he absorbs into the cloak, Ragman's cloak. So that's that's who he actually killed, right? Yeah. And then he needs to go get the thing that makes Shazam Shazam. Yep. I didn't know it operated from a stick. Yep, it was a staff. They gave him the power. All the time? Yeah, I mean, he was... Uh, I know in the movie, that's the way it was. There was the, they held the staff, and he said, except Shazam, they gave him the power. And now he you know doesn't need it forever, but that's what transferred the power to him. I thought it was like some old dude in a cave that gave him the power. Well, it was through the wizard and the staff. Wizard staff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was the wizard. Wizard. The wizard was Shazam. Okay. The power of Shazam. Yeah. Well, they go to get that, and then I, it happened in a different. Is it in the digital books or something? What did it happen somewhere else where this guy turned, or was it Captain Marvel Junior? It oh, might have been a- one of those. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember when he turned. Okay. Because I remember Shazam turned. Yeah, and right? I don't remember. Yeah, I could, but yeah, well, it was probably one of the digital books. Okay. Well, Orphan. She turns into Shazam. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. She didn't get a new costume though. She just glows. Well, they got they put the lightning bolt on her, right? Yeah. When did she get the bat symbol? I don't know she, was that in this book? 
I, don't, I thought it was the other book, her and uh, Spoiler, in Detective Comics or something. Yeah. It wasn't this one. But they gave it to her in this anyway. It's kind of funny. Well, that's her new look. Make sure she's in it. Make sure she wears that. Well, it's funny because it's like she didn't have a Bat logo on her belt. It was on her chest. But then oh. when she became Shazam, like, the lightning bolt went on her chest, but then the Bat symbol still had to stay. She's got to keep the Bat symbol. How else are you going to know she's a Batman? She's a Bat family. It's the only way you can tell. <laughs> Jason Todd eats it in this issue, too. I guess we didn't get to that. When did he get together with Ravager? I don't remember that either. I know there... Was it in the issue where they were driving together to save those orphans? It must have been, yeah. Or is it just... This is like a thing that's like... Remember because this was a time jump for this issue? So Mm -hmm. is this like something that just happened that we didn't know? To add more feels? Yeah, most likely. Because that's... that's, uh, 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 Damien's with... Who was he with? I remember he kissed someone also. He was like, oh, the, He has the, feelings now. The power chick. Yeah. And then, well, there was, yeah, and then he had, yeah, okay. So explain this last page to me then. Oh, that's right. Was it two issues ago? Because was he with, uh, he's with Dinah, but he wasn't with Dinah, was he? Oh, it was uh, Ollie. Yeah, it's always Ollie. But didn't his girlfriend die? What's her name? Fuck. I don't know. I just want you to explain the last page of this book. Yeah, because he wants revenge. And so that's the uh, the spirit of vengeance. And he's like, but he's coming down and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm you know, I, I do God's bidding. What the hell are you doing? You're killing these people. You shouldn't be doing anything." He goes, "Yeah, but you're also spirit of vengeance, right? So I'm gonna go get revenge on someone." So and and uh, so he's like, "Oh." All right, I'll let you be then. Go get your revenge. So that's what I was saying. I forgot who who died that he's trying to get revenge for. Everybody. Maybe that's all it is. Or is it because Trigon's coming? That too, but it wouldn't be revenge, would it? Yeah. Fuck Trigon. Fuck him. It's the lie to like get everything right. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a Tana. That's what it is. Did she die? I'm thinking I watched not too long ago. I watched the uh, Justice League Dark movie, and she ends up dying, and it was a big deal to him. Yeah, because there was only a couple of them. Like it was Chimp, him, and like one and the Swamp. I don't remember who all died when they showed up with that Plastic Man guy. I remember. Yeah, I'm flipping through here. Zatanna's still there. She hasn't died. So no. So maybe, like you said, it's just revenge to. On Dark Side for killing everybody and Trigon. Don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. We only got it's two more left. issues. Yeah. And things get worse. Speaking of getting worse, Tales from the Dark Multiverse, number one, which it isn't, but it is because it's Batman. Hush. Hush. Shh. Why does anybody listen to this shit? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Kennedy Johnson. Do you like the uh, quote in the beginning in the, on the cover? Batman is silenced. Will be heard. But he's not. <laughs> but you know someone is like, oh, it's hush. Let's put silence and be heard on the cover. This will be funny. Philip Kennedy Johnson sure did think that was funny when he was writing it. <laughs> you get it? It's hush. But he'll be heard. This is another, yeah, I fucking got it, Mike. Jesus, let me go through the fucking I'm telling credits. you that's what, that's what happened in the board meeting for this <laughs> 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 Tell him nudging him on the arm. 
<laughs> Say no more. Exactly. Uh, uh, Dexter Soy did a little bit of the art. A little bit. <laughs> Only a couple pages. And then uh, Sergio Davilia and Matt Santorelli, they did pages 46 through 48. Then Ivan Pascal jumped and colored the rest of it. And then ALW's Troy Petrie. That's got to be like another yeah. AI firm or something. But I was curious. Didn't we see Troy Petrie before without the AWLs beforehand? Did he sign a contract with them and now he like belongs to them? They own him? Like, what, you want me to do more than 22 pages? No, you're going to have to get with the union. ALWs. Yeah, but you're ours now. You're ours now, you piece of shit. So this book, I kind of liked a lot. Ooh. Because. There's a reason you're still reading comics. I got it. Because. (laughs) As you said a couple episodes ago, you hate it all. It took. Anyway. It took Hush. Yep. Which I enjoyed. The Jim Lee book. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this will be cool. It's going to be about Hush and stuff. But it wasn't. And it was all about Snyder's, like, everything Snyder kind of built upon. And, Mm -hmm. like, a twisted tale of his version of stuff, which I didn't expect at all. Yeah. Like, this kind of takes Batman Eternal and all the Snyder's Batman runs where you get Lincoln March and, uh, uh, like, the Graysons and the Owls and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And, like... I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. It's like they're if if the owls and stuff would have won, and if the fucking uh, League of Assassins would still be around and winning, like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because now this is like a crazy ass Gotham future. Well, not future. I guess it's present time, right? It doesn't have to be future, but just an alternate 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 reality where it's like was it the the Court of Owls like? They've made a sovereign state out of uh, Gotham, basically. Mm-hmm. And then you have the League of Assassins that's trying to come in and like take like they're at war with them. But then you got like the Barbara Gordon still doing like the underground shit with like Tim Drake and her little squad of bat families and stuff. So I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. All in all, all things considered, what do you think? I agree. Like I didn't I'd go quite that in depth with it, but I did notice it was all Snyder's um, characters, which I thought was odd. It wasn't Snyder writing it. Yeah, I know. So, so made it. I thought it yeah. made it even more cool. It was like this is like, oh, it's something I bitched about, I guess. But then, like in the end, because he didn't fuck it all up. Because remember, like way back in the like, Snyder's run like Batman, like number. 20 or 30 maybe or something i was like i just don't want him writing so long to where oh. everything mm-hmm. becomes his stuff and like yeah that's all you get are snyder stories and like it didn't really go down that road but this is like a direct result of that mm-hmm. this is like somebody's taking like all the snyder stuff and making a, a their own story and it's like i don't know i think it's super cool yeah i mean it's a different way of doing it rather than just uh what if hush won yeah because it doesn't I, yeah. really have anything to do with hush no. like Tommy Elliott's like not hush in this and he doesn't become hush. Yeah. And instead he's like, so I guess, yeah, the gist is the Elliots were there to witness the Wayne's murder. And so they t- adopt Bruce and, uh, it with doing that, like they don't have the resources to help him. Like, so Bruce can't like go out on his own and become Batman. Like he did and have Alfred take care of him. He has the Elliots. And so Bruce 
slowly turns into like a mental patient, right? Yep. And then I guess everything transpires where the Court of Owls, you know, they take Richard Grayson and uh, they become the highest power in the land. Lincoln March is president of... Uh, was it, president of the sovereign state and then tommy elliott's the mayor of gotham but he had bruce in a coma since what forever or some shit which i don't know how that story like so bruce was like training the whole time i don't know in you know in the asylum is right so he got yeah yeah he got all the training from the uh psychopaths rather than from uh um, what's his name? Rachel well, he Bull. also says, well, it's also maybe is it like Barbados or something? Because they're talking about how like an old bat used to haunt it, the bat demon generations ago. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Barbados that came through? Yep. And then that's I like. I missed that, but yeah, you're right. And so it's something to do with that because he's kind of like mystical powers as well, right? Because mm-hmm. he's got like, oh, he's hella crazy. But he comes out like this crazy ass hush Batman. <laughs> he's pretty cool. He's fucking, he fucks up everybody. He doesn't give a fuck. And I think the best part, so you got, I know we're jumping around a lot, but I ain't trying to explain this fucking 80-page story to nobody. But, uh. (laughs) Well, you did pretty much already. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't, well, you got the Grayson part, but like, so you have the Outsiders crew of Barbara and like Tim Drake and Orphan who gets murked like pretty quick. Uh, but there's that scene where Grayson and Tim Drake team up to fight Batman, Hush Batman, mm-hmm. where they're like, he looks pretty tough. Like, <laughs> and they're like, you want to just like settle our shit later and like team up to fight him? And they're like, yeah, don't tell nobody though. I just thought that was like a super cool little nod. Like even not being in the Bat family, they as outsiders know, like we're not going to be able to beat the shit out of this Batman. <laughs> like he's better than us already. I don't know. I thought that was kind of yeah. neat. And then Talia, she killed her dad. Yeah, I like that little comment about it. He's like, uh, you really think I did this? I killed my own father in front of people. You think I have a problem killing you? Yeah. Yeah. Jason Todd became like an arms dealer. But what happened to him? Like, he's got the, the Jason blood hair, little tuft of white hair. But then he's got cyborg neck. Did they explain? Or was it just we figured it's uh, battle-worn? He's just hardcore. Yeah. And he's hot, apparently. According to multiple times they mentioned in this. Yeah, he's fucking. You make a big deal about that. He's <laughs> a cox. He's a coxman for sure. There you go. It's only like half his neck that's cyborg too. Yeah. Weird. And Grayson's mask. Didn't you think that like, as he wrote, turns his head a little bit, he's gonna like, cut himself up? Nah, he's that good. It's, oh, okay. <laughs> it just seems like more more danger than it's worth. And then Alfred, what the fuck happened to Alfred? Well, see, the funny thing is, I was like, as this was going, I was like, oh, come on, please be Alfred as Hush. He went nuts after not taking care of Bruce. Like, he took all his, uh, as Gotham went down, there was no Bruce to put him in, in, to focus on, and he, uh, took all of his training from MI6 and became Hush. I thought it would have been great, but no. No, he just goes insane anyway. Yeah. And then they, the Jack Napier re- reference. So that's supposed to be the Joker, right? That was real odd. It's a Joker. And the only time Jack Napier was a Joker was in Tim Burton's Batman movie. Did they ever yeah. mention anywhere else? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Because it looks like he was Batman. Like, when I first saw him, I figured he was the Joker and then healed of some that's sort, a, right? But 
The only thing I could come up with is that's the only way you could say this is the Joker without saying this is the Joker. Yeah. Like here's a like a name we'll give him a name of a Joker, but like obviously you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. oh I guess it's I guess that's the easiest way to do it. But you can see it by his face. Hmm. Right? And you got the the stitches from uh Yeah. Yeah. But you would still guess because he doesn't have the makeup. He never says, like, mm-hmm. out loud, like, laughing. Yeah. And then when that's is Tempest Fugue not going to show up more often and, and, and mess with the universes? He just watches. He's a pervert. Basically. Tempest Fugenaut, the pervert with a Thundercat logo on his fucking head. <laughs> He's been stealing other other properties' logos. But for being just a one-shot story, just because another one of these, like, let's see what would happen yeah. if these guys were all fucked up. I liked it. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, it was good. Definitely good. That's it. Everybody's dead but us. Everybody's dead but us. What does that mean? Uh, that's the last quote on the back of this book we just read. Oh, okay. So... Is there except yeah. Flashpoint? Like didn't what? that already turn to shit? Wasn't that wasn't that the alternate universe was pretty shitty? So what what's gonna happen in the Flashpoint universe? Oh, that's the next one. That's the next uh, Tales from the Dark Multiverse. Okay. There's a, there's a few more coming out. But I'm curious. Like if, if somebody told you, hey, you have to, you have to read, write a Dark Universe multiverse. Uh, Flashpoint. What would you do? It seems like I said it would just write with that with those the, all those other stories that were created and keep it going. Superman stays in his uh, locked prison that he doesn't get any power. You got Wonder, Wonder Woman, w- Aquaman fighting and taking over the world and killing kill each other. Kill each other, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't know where does the story go. Fucking Batman's dad is like it's, still just like, he's just murking everybody left and right. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm know. interested. As much as I'm interested in the news. I gotta mention uh, heard about Alex Trebek right that he's uh, alive and well <laughs> no he's... but he died oh what yeah oh yeah I heard about it yep I mean we knew he knew he was dying which is crazy that he was doing that in, uh, and uh, continuing to do the show and everything it was kind of crazy stuff is that comic related uh, he had comic questions on the shows here and there oh okay yeah, all of the past <laughs> so other than that uh, let's see so uh I didn't give you that. Uh, the only couple of things here is uh, the new editor-in-chief has been uh, pr- pr- uh, announced for DC, Marie Javins. In her new role, Javins will be responsible for developing and overseeing the execution of the company's annual publishing schedule to grow all DC imprints. She'll also lead the strategy for expanding worldwide consumer reach of DC publishing content and provide editorial and creative direction for DC impr- imprints. She'll be working closely with Jim Lee, DC's publisher and chief creative officer. She'll help define positioning, character narratives, and prioritization, creative talent selection, and brand attributes of each imprint, and develop publishing plans with editors. So maybe some stability will show up, and uh, within the next few months, you'll see some big changes happening, is my guess. Mm. Uh, 
Okay. Well, part of what we're talking about is it's kind of floating. You didn't, you don't know what's going on with DC. What was it? The fifth generation and all that kind of stuff. Now that you got someone that's the editor in chief, you'll start. I think you'll start seeing, you know, because they're basically taking over um Tadio's position, right? So they're going to write a Metal Men book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's 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 what their position is. The editor in chief. Yeah, you get to write one Metal Men book every uh, ten years. Awesome. Uh, let me see the only other bit of news, which I'm not sure of this, what this actually means. So they they're bringing back the Batman Black and White comic. Have you heard of those? Yeah. Well, so they're going to bring that back. They're relaunching it, and part of that relaunch, the guy that's writing the or drawing the first um, set of it, made a big deal that Mia Maps Mizuguchi is going to be the next Robin. Oh, what? Yep. Dope. So, do you know who that is? No. Okay. <laughs> she was the uh, she was one of the characters in Gotham Academy. Oh, what? Yep. Dope. I can't tell if you're happy or not. No, I'm not. I don't care. I don't remember. That book was terrible. Oh, was it? <laughs> it was for like teenagers. Yeah, it was. Okay. But yeah, Which so... we might be. I don't know, internet. Whatever you want us to be is what we are. We could be cool teenagers. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, but my whole thing is like, they're making a big deal about this in some of the websites. Hey, look, it's the new uh, Robin. But I have a feeling it's just for that story. Yeah, and whatever the story is, because the the black and white is out out of continuity, so it could be anything. She dressed, she put a costume on, and say, like, "Hey, Batman, I want to be Bat, I want to be Robin." And he takes her for a joyride. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded a lot worse than I meant. So take her so, for a joyride, all right. Yeah. So I just sent you the the article. I don't know if you want to see what she looks like, but no. it's possible there'll be a new uh, Robin coming up. Because uh, the whole Tim Drake Robin. Told you about that, right? Where uh, mm-hmm. there was that one panel of freaking uh, Young Justice with Bendis with this throwaway joke. And they're like, yeah, that direct name sucked. I'm glad that Batman made you Robin again. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Tim Drake is Robin yeah. again. Yeah. When you got, I don't know, like, what, 12 issues of uh, Damien working his way out of being Robin? Just yeah. big difference the way you're writing those two. For sure. Well. And then, um, let's see, the. Uh, uh, let's see if I can find it. Did you see Jim Lee drew his uh, version of uh, Guts from Berserk? Oh, what? No. Yeah. Guts. What? <laughs> Guts. <laughs> exactly. That's how you say You don't say Guts. It's Guts. <laughs> I, I, I can't even do that. I'm going to insult way too many people by trying. But anyway. Nani? What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so here, I'll send that to you. I got like two other things to send. One other thing to send to you. So there's so there's that, and then um, so that'd, be, that'd, that'd be kind of cool. What? Fifty-eight episodes, in and you finally like pique my interest with the news, and it's like something. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with DC Comics. Yeah, I know. We'll have to find a web page, or you can look it up yourself. Whatever. Um, so that, that was kind of interesting. The last thing was uh, Alex Ross put a picture up of uh, a book they were working on just in 2017, which is kind of crazy. A bit crossover between Star Wars and Justice League. What? <laughs> yes, you can look at this going? poster. It's pretty awesome, I gotta say. It's a take on the uh, original Star Wars poster. You know, where Luke is standing there with the oh, lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, well, this is actually pretty cool. How pretty cool, how fucking awesome is that? <laughs> actually looks pretty cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Darkseid as the uh, as the Emperor overlooking um, Darth Vader yeah. and everything. Yeah, he's all wrinkly and shit like the Emperor still. Yep. And you got all the X wings, but then you got like the Green Lantern and like a hot girl. Yep. Your Flash. I don't know why Flash is running next to R two D two and C three PO. Not running yep. the uh, the two slowest blasters. characters in the fucking the whole movie. Yep. And they're next to the Flash. That makes a lot of sense. Like it's just crazy they were working on that, and like and, and didn't do it. Like what what a, what a tease. But anyway, news has been very slow. If you haven't noticed, fucking almost as slow as it is for you to come up with a new game. Ah, uh, damn no. So what you did come up with a new game? No, I did not. Oh, well, this Jim Lee, but uh, gets it. It's pretty Jim Lee-ish. Oh yeah, it's all Jim Lee's Jim Lee, right? Still pretty dope though. Okay, so I, I don't have a game, but I found one of those articles. They have this list of things you don't know. You oh, tell know. me, tell me what the fuck I don't know. <laughs> so here's a, so this thing says five Wait, Batman. What? Let's just cue the music anyway. All right. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, here you go. So here's five Batman facts you think are true but aren't. Oh, so I'll be like, wait, yeah, that's that's a hundred percent true. Everybody knows that. And then you're like, eh. Do you consider yourself a Batman expert? Have you spent yeah. hours reading everything related to Cape Crusader? So this yeah. is on uh, actually the DC Comics website even by Joshua Lappin Bertoni. Do I spend hours in the context of what every day, every week? Yep. But in my life. Yep. So myth number one: Alfred raised Bruce from childhood and helped him begin his vigilante career. Wait, what? Say that again. I was staring at something on the wall. What? <laughs> I was not even paying attention to this podcast. <laughs> Myth number one. Alfred raised Bruce from childhood and helped him begin his vigilante career. Has it ever no. been a myth? I don't know. I mean, right? I mean, doesn't he come I'm in sure after he dies? I'm sure it happens somewhere. <laughs> well, that, that's what all these are. The truth. Alfred is a late addition to the Batman saga. He wasn't introduced to the story until Batman had already met Robin, Joker, Catwoman, and most of his rogues gallery. Yeah, Alfred but there Bruce. wasn't an origin to Batman at that point. There wasn't like a story where it's like, what happened after his parents died until he became Batman? Yep. So, uh-huh. oh, okay. Exactly. Why the myth persists? The idea of Alfred raising Bruce was first seen in the Super Friends episode The Fear in 1985, and then became part of modern comic book canon in modern age continuity. So, I don't know. This backstory was also used in 1989's Batman movie, Chris Nolan's Batman Begins, and the, tra- and the television series Gotham. Most of the world has known Alfred as the man who raised Bruce. Oh, I guess that after his parents died as a kid, he raised him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. So, all of that myth is wrong, because it didn't happen. Okay. Except in all modern stories. Except for most of the stories you know and have read. Exactly. Myth number two. Wayne Manor is the house Bruce Wayne grew up in. The truth. Bruce didn't purchase Wayne Manor until he was an adult. In Detective Comics 205, Bruce tells Dick about the day he brought his bought his luxurious home. Readers are treated to a flashback where a realtor shows Bruce the mansion, and the millionaire secretly muses about how this will be the home that launches his crime-fighting career. Okay, and what about Batman 101, where he talks about he left fucking Wayne Manor because it was the house he was born in. <laughs> exactly. And the fucking brownstone that he's moving in now is the first house he's ever going to live in that he fucking wasn't Wayne Manor. So, fuck you, whatever that sighting was, it's old. We, we all love continuity, but in the early days of comics, it wasn't strictly observed. Stories were inconsistent on the origins of Wayne Manor. Blah, 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 blah. And it says, 
In most flashbacks of Bruce's childhood show him growing up in Wayne Manor, making the Detective Comics 205 flashback puzzling to today's bad fans. It's not puzzling, it's just a if you're 80 like, years of stories. Okay. So if you've only read like Batman in the 30s through like the 70s, and then like all of a sudden you were like, I think I'll start reading some Batman again. <laughs> and you're like, you read Batman 102, and you were like, what do you mean he was always in his Wayne? He didn't buy that until he was. Wah, 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 wah. I'm so confused. You get so pissed off and either rip the 60 year old book you have or uh, smash your iPad. One or the other, right? All three of them. They'll piss you all three iPads. All right. So, myth number three. Miss Myth. Bruce Wayne adopted Dick Grayson because he knew the boy needed a family. That's a myth. He didn't adopt him. He just like took him as his ward or something, right? No, but I mean, not because not he needed a family. <laughs> the truth, when Bruce began training Dick as Robin, he had no intention of keeping him. Robin existed to help catch Boss Zuko. Then Dick was supposed to return to his life as a traveling acrobat. Check out 1940s Detective Comics number 38 if you think we're making this up. Nobody cares if you're making... Nobody's fact-checking this article. <laughs> you're not? I did the whole time. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. Dick Grayson was the first Robin. That's the myth number four. Tell me why that's wrong. <laughs> uh, do you want to go through this whole thing? Uh, that's because Dick Grayson was not the first Robin. I, I skipped a lot of it. Uh, Bruce Wayne was. Years before he became Batman, a young Bruce stand a superstar detective named uh, Harvey Harris and approached the man about becoming his apprentice. The billionaire boy didn't want Harvey to recognize him, so he wore the iconic Robin costume. Harris agreed to train the mysterious boy and gave him the name Robin. This wasn't a one-off forgotten story either. Bruce's tenure as Robin was revealed in Detective Comics 226 and later in stories like Batman 213 and the old told legend of Batman number one. Yeah, whatever. It's the, it's the 50s. <laughs> Everything happened. So what's the fifth fucking thing that I didn't know about Batman that I thought I did know, but I, it was wrong? Fifth one is uh, a little better. Joker fell into a vat of chemicals in a killing joke. That's the myth. Okay. Did he fall into Vat of Chemicals? I don't remember. I don't think so. Oh, no. Okay. So what did he fall into? I don't remember him falling into any. He wasn't just the... It was... I don't remember. No, he did. It was part... It was... That's one of the big story. You know, what big things. When he fell into it. Let's see. Oh, when they put... Oh, when they're going through with the Red Hood and all that stuff, yeah. you mean? Oh, okay. Despite what numerous summaries and fan recollections say, the man who would become the Joker didn't fall into a chemical vat during his origin flashback. Don't believe us? Check your copy. And you'll find the Joker ran from Batman and jumped over a railing into a body of water. Since the water was filled with chemical waste, the unnamed man named uh, became the Joker. Many people recall the Joker falling, but in the, joke, the Killing Joke version, in the original version of his origin, Detective Comics 168, he jumps intentionally. I don't know why they added that in. Still, but it wasn't a vat of chemicals. And although the future of print, Clown Prince was at a chemical plant, he didn't fall into a vat. It's all because of the movie, right after it, came out a year later, and they did the vat. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I forgot that it wasn't... Yeah, you because know, the thing you see forever is the vat of chemicals that he jumps in. I mean, did a Harley Quinn cartoon recently too, and even everywhere. just the th the three Jokers that we just read. Three Jokers just did it, yeah. But in that, it was uh, it was just the uh, wastewater that created the three eyed fish in Simpsons. Blinky, <laughs> there you go, Blinky. That's awesome. <laughs> oh shit! Did we just do Simpsons Patreon trivia knowledge? Oh, we did. Damn it! See how fast <laughs> I came up with that fish name. But yep. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, everybody owes us like ten cents. You have to mail it in. <laughs> you owe us. Did we make a deal? Yeah, that's fucking. 
top notch shit gold we just right gave there. Gold, Jerry. Fucking pure fucking 24 karat gold. But uh, if you thought this episode was gold, which I'm sure you did. <laughs> of course, why not? It was perfect. Come back next week because it's going to be even better. For episode 65? Episode 65, 59. We don't fucking know. You don't know. Nobody cares. Calls it incorrect. It's not in a call-in show, but do it anyway. <laughs> call us. Oh my god! If I get a phone call, the fucking really getting confused. The phone, the phone lines are live right now. You fucking call us in and tell us what episode it is. You said you wanted to do a live episode. We did. That'd be so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting here, oh dear, nobody, oh nobody texted us during the live Uh, episode. Well, we didn't tell them we were on, so uh, it's exclusive as fuck. So yeah, infinitely exclusive. Yeah, infinitely exclusive. Divide by exclusivity so uh come on back next week and uh maybe we'll do something funny or maybe not probably not till then goodbye mike goodbye eater